we are going. We are trying. Hakey's live, according to Twitter. Periscope Mixer. And online on DLive. What's up, DLive? Hey! And online on YouTube. Nice. And then Twitch, send in data. It should be connecting soon. What's up, guys? It is Monday, April 27th, 2020. Get ready for a show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report, and you can call in. Appreciate some of you guys already calling in. 888-775-3773. And Patrice O'Neill Groiper gave a diamond and says, Shalom, Hake, with a smiley face. Shalom. I heard that that means wholeness. That was as according. That's what I learned in college from my art teacher. (laughs) So if it doesn't mean wholeness, uh, forgive me. To the uh, those to the Hebrews, do Black Hebrews speak Hebrew? I don't know. So, okay, thank you for the heads up, Joel. So, I already said so. <laughs> I have quite a show for you guys lined up for you, and I will be getting to your calls. Hang tight, but I just wanted to present to you a couple of items uh, that I didn't get to yesterday and more. There's a commie rent strike. Commie as in communist, as in anti-America, anti-white, anti-man, anti-landowner, right? Do you guys hate your landlord or do you, do, do you love your landlord or are you the landlord? Uh, there's a communist rent strike. I'm going to tell you guys about that. But let me first show you guys. There's this headline that I that Joel showed in the intro song yesterday, during the intro, it's a headline from, I think, Los Angeles Times, Blacks and Latinos dying early, young, under age 50. And they have a photograph of one black guy who doesn't necessarily look entirely straight. I don't know. It's kind of sad. But I think he died. I think this is a picture of someone who died. Crazy, huh? Uh, for, for messed up. <laughs> I should be back, guys. I should be back on air. I see I'm online on the rest of the places. Sorry about that. I'm back. Problems, man. Problems every day. And, you know, maybe I should just go two hours anyways eventually, right? Whether there are problems or not. So, for those of you who are just tuning back in, yes, the stream did enti- did cut out. But I should be back live on a new, on a, it's an entirely new stream for Periscope because Periscope is so touchy that any little glip, any little blip and you go off air and it starts an entirely new stream. For YouTube, it's a little bit more stable and uh, it just restarts, kind of just skips. So anyways, uh, I should blame Nick, says Space Ape. I think I'll blame Nick. He stepped out, right? <laughs> Is Nick back? 
Oh, yeah, he's back. Okay. So, I apologize for the um, beta tech. It might be called black tech. It might be boomer tech. It might be hake tech. Because Jesse Lee Peterson's show didn't experience this. Hmm. Preferential treatment from the from the engineer. <laughs> Just playing. But, uh, guys, what a mess. Is Did the computer catch corona? I don't know. But anyways, let me get back to the content, right? And I will get to your calls. Appreciate you guys calling in. Um, show this guy again. He died. But he doesn't. <laughs> Am I right? But anyways. The stream cut out again. Bill! The stream doesn't like my content. I am streaming still on the audio feed. You can go to uh, the audio feed, guys. So, what a mess. Uh, maybe I should move to the next one. <laughs> Is it streaming again already? Have you... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, guys. I should be back on air. What a mess. I think that... Um, the computer doesn't like my covering that story. So, what's up, Blazing Hogs? Thank you, man. Tell Joel that's not the mixer. <laughs> the stream hates white people. Gotcha on scope. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Okay, so let me just move on then. Yes, blacks and Latinos are dying at higher, higher rates in uh, Los Angeles and maybe around the country. And um, I think it's because per capita they may have lesser habits or they're around people with lesser healthy habits it's my guess but it's pretty crazy um d live should be going we should be back on d live thank you to uh thank you to hot computer smell patrice o'neill groiper um who else noise arkansas the str the stain Stain, Take Care Business Bear, Garand Bear, Ashy Dog, and Old May, and Never Trust a Thought. Appreciate you guys' support already, man. What a mess. So let me read a few more Super Chats, and then we'll get started. Fixin' to be one swell show, says Hot Computer Smell. She said that before the stream broke down twice. Never Trust a Thought gave a diamond, says, Jez Jesse, stick around for your show, or go home. He catches it through the... Through the feed. And thank you to Asmador and uh, for giving Take Care Business Bear a subscription. That's cool. So, let me show you one more picture that meme thing that I came across that I wanted to share with you. This meme makes a great point. I cropped this meme because I don't like pictures of Guy Fox. Guy Fox is that, that cartoony looking anonymous face that was in V. It's for Vendetta. And a whole lot of, you know, Anonymous. You know that, that organization, Anonymous? They use that guy, Fox. F-A-W-K-E-S. Fox. Um, face. Show this thing that says, if the government something, something, they would be arrested. Or, if you, act like the, if you acted like the government, you would be arrested. If you behaved like your government, you'd be arrested. That's a true statement. Think about how like the government lies to us the people the um representatives the fbi 
scum of the earth. And then you lie to the FBI and um, so-called. And like, what's that guy's name? Um, Flynn. Michael, Mike Flynn. General Mike Flynn. Who has, who has a son named Michael Flynn Jr. or something like that. He allegedly, or maybe he even ad- admitted to so-called lying to the government, but he admitted to it under pressure. They, I, I don't, it, it was like the, it was like the FBI drafted up a lie, made him sign it, and then they said, oh, you lied to the government. But they're the one who came up with the lie. It was weird. But, um, these people are liars. Comey is a liar. And oh my gosh, if I ever get the chance, I'm going to show you Comey's wife and his daughters. They are Women's March supporters. Comey, James Comey, the former head of the FBI, all tall. All tall with no dignity. What a a waste of height, huh? We need Joelle at the top of the FBI. (laughs) That'd be cool, right? (laughs) He says yes. But it's true. I mean, the government, and so I can sympathize with this statement from the, those anonymous types. Hey, Hake, hope you like your new sticker. Amazing, says Dark Side of the Bear. What? And I look at the restream chat, guys, and I, ha- I look at it, the condensed version, so I don't really see the sticker's full size. So I'm sorry, I miss a lot. But anyways, it's not about height, dang it. <laughs> okay. Um, before I get to the calls, let me tell you guys about this communist rent strike thing. And then I'll talk about a little bit more of the corruption, coronavirus mess. And I'm hoping, hoping, if I have time and the stream holds up, to, um, it should hold up, right? You've figured out what's going on, maybe? Not quite. Okay, he just doesn't, doesn't, we don't know exactly what's going on yet. Um... To get to a little bit of this killing the SS, you know, more lessons or whatever from killing the SS, or claims anyways. I'm learning some, you know, interesting facts, supposed facts, about, from this Bill O'Reilly book called Killing the SS. It's about, after World War II, these guys went out, went after the former Nazi um, leaders, some of them, a handful of them, and... There's a few interesting facts in the book that you can kind of parallel to reality today, where um, it's basically evil people fighting evil people. <laughs> and um, not one of them seems to be on the side of just playing right and wrong. Interesting. Seems like to me. But I'll get to that. But first, you know, May Day. They call May Day, M-A-Y, new word, D-A-Y. It's, what is it? Is it like a pagan holiday? And I know that you pagans, you white pagans, um, aren't for the communism stuff, really, right? But it's also a communist holiday. People dance around the Maypole. It's like a non-Christian thing, I think. But, um... It's also a communist day, and I don't want to call it a holiday because that's short for holy day, and nothing is holy with communism except um, except hating Christians and whites and men, manhood. <laughs> oh, man. So I got this from Drudge. Rent strike planned as so-called pain deepens, and pain is from the so-called coronavirus thing, right? A lot of people are out of work, so they're not making income. 
and so it's harder for them to pay their rent, right? Well, it's an excuse for some to push their agenda. So it's a Wall Street Journal article, and I don't pay for a Wall Street Journal. You have to pay in order to, I think you have to pay, in order to see the entire article. So I just have a couple of um, paragraphs, which is fine. It's enough, more than enough for me for this story. Most residents, May 1st is May Day, right? Communist holiday. You see a whole bunch of communist protests year after year. Uh, most residents' buildings near Elmhurst Hospital Center in Queens, New York, Queens, have committed to stopping, stop paying rent, according to organizers. And when you see that word organizers, you should think, I mean, you already know this, socialists, communists, evil people, right? Activists. And let me see if I can pronounce this name correctly. Maybe I'll have Nick tell me in my, tell me uh, over my earphones. Isvelia Silva. Y-S-V-E-L-I-A. Isvelia Silva. S-I-L-V-A is her last name, Silva. Hispanic name, right? Planned to spend this spring training for the New York City Marathon. She's in her 60s. Instead, she is calling neighbors in her apartment complex and urging them not to pay rent this next month. Had to be a Latina female, right? And I looked up this woman's uh, name, and I found another article from last year in January of of 2019 (laughs) called Queen's Latino, and I learned... It's a, it's a Spanish-language article. I learned that she's about 66 years old because last year she was 65. Came in here on a student visa, maybe decades ago, I don't know when. Went back to Venezuela, that is that failed socialist state, country. That's that one that they don't have, they have to ration food. You know how when we go to the stores, many of us, the shelves are completely empty of toilet paper. Well, in Venezuela's case, the shelves are like completely empty of food even. Crazy. Um, And then she returned to America on a tourist visa and stayed, overstayed her visa illegally. She's an illegal alien. I don't know if she's been, I don't know if that's changed or not. If she was so-called legalized. She went to school over 10 years ago, I think as an illegal alien. So she, this woman, Isvelia Silva, and other tenant organizers, there's a whole lot of this um, affordable housing advocacy, right? I showed you that short-haired woman. that I didn't know that she was short-haired. White girl, pretty, but then she cut her hair. Um, Asmador pointed out that she, uh, that usually is a sign of trauma. I think he's the one who said that. A sign of uh, emotional trauma. So a short-haired feminist, liberal, female, attacking, um, you know, some woman, attacking people. Trump, for example. Um, Oh, she was attacking sheriffs last, I think it was last Friday, I showed you this woman who has short hair, white woman, um, attacking sheriffs who are constitutional sheriffs who won't enforce unconstitutional laws such as against the Second Amendment, against the right to assemble, against the right to, um, you know, practice Christianity, your religion, things like that. 
But anyways, this woman, a tenant organizer, said that the um, majority of residents at a group of 17 buildings in Queens, New York, have committed to a rent strike, effective May 1st, which is that communist fake holiday. The neighbors, the neighborhood's five-story brick buildings of mostly affordable housing so they're already getting subsidized. Affordable housing means subsidized housing, meaning that makes the whole rest of us have to pay extra for our housing. Belong to a larger complex called the Cosmopolitan Houses. So I just wanted to share that with you. Another communist allowed to stay in the country illegally. I say communist, but evil woman, right? That's what that means. Um, I told you last week that Nick Fuentes made a good point. That, you know, he cringes at the, at the Zoomers who are fear-mongering about communism or complaining about communism. He's not entirely wrong because he makes the point that conservatarians, meaning libertarian so-called conservatives who are socially liberal, they're okay with the gays, kissing up to the gays, the more, the, more so than the Democrats used to 10 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. Um... Are a problem too and that's true but I mean it's all an outgrowth of evil in reality but it's also an outgrowth of communism honestly it's been at work in the country for over a hundred years right according to what I've heard so speaking of corruption there is rising support for vote by mail leaving the voting process wide open to corruption I think seems like to me but, you know, that's with this COVID-19, you know, exploiting a, um, a health crisis to um, push a corruptible uh, system. And they want more people voting. And you know who's, behind, who's pushing this vote-by-mail thing, which, is, which itself is a reason not to support it. Uh, what's her name? Michelle Obama? Big Mama? And... Tom Hanks and his wife, by a different last name, Rita Wilson, something like that. Those people, if those people are supporting it, you don't support it. And yes, that is a valid argument. Um, uh, they say, you know, these logic people that teach so-called logic in college and arguments and um, what are those things called? Uh, I'm looking at Joel, but <laughs> I don't think that he would know either. Um, fallacies, logical fallacies. The logical fallacies are valid sometimes. Like attacking the person who's saying something is valid. <laughs> it's a reason not to support it. Yes, it is. Michelle Obama is evil and so are, uh, that beta guy who played, who played, uh, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise and his wife, who both got the coronavirus. Never trust a thought. Gave another diamond. Thank you. Pyrus777 gave a diamond. Uh, Ninja Gini said, Someone shined a flashlight at Slenderman. Comey confirmed. <laughs> Slenderman is the guy, um, is a character, maybe a fictional character, or maybe it's James Comey, in whose name little girls get stabbed by other little girls. Crazy. Crazy stories. Slenderman. Google it. If you have a stomach. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, Real Poseidon. 
says, it's okay to make white babies. Real Poseidon. That is the Poseidon, guys. Remember I was talking about him and because he, he had done a story on, uh, he had done a video on Jesse Lee Peterson over a year ago. And I covered it and, you know, had my criticisms. Well, he's following and he's gave a diamond. Nice. Appreciate that. Real Poseidon. And as, and by the way, he got a strike on YouTube last night. What a mess. For like crazy, wild, insane accusations. Like false advertising or something dumb. It's not even true. So YouTube is against um, anti-white, right? But we'll still exploit it. Appreciate YouTube for allowing a lot of you guys to come across Jesse and telling the truth and all that. As Midori gave in Ninjagini, mass immigration assures communism because immigrants vote for socialism. Yep. Case in point, Isvelia Silva. Noah's Arkansas says, James Comey equals Slenderman confirmed. <laughs> so let me get to some calls. And then I have um, a little bit on this Killing the SS book that I hope to get to. I have a couple of pictures I want to share with you of this man named Adolf Eichmann. Do you guys know about him? Because a lot of you guys know more. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. False alarm. A lot of you guys know more about all this stuff than I do. Part, really, the only reason I'm really even interested in this World War II stuff, the Holocaust and stuff, is because of um, you guys saying it didn't happen like we're told and stuff like that. So I just wanted to see what Bill O'Reilly's take is. I consider him fair. He may not always be right. Um, for example... For example, he's for uh, raising the minimum wage, which is not right. And he's a little bit too, quote-unquote, fair. But I still do respect him. I love boomers, right? Gotta love boomers. We need to unite as much as we can and then be like, no, you're wrong where they're wrong, right? Anyways, let me get to Louie out of Idaho. Thanks for holding, Louie. What's up? Hey, man, I was born in Elmhurst. 50 years ago today. You were born when? Elmhurst, 50 years ago today. Oh. Today my birthday. You sound like a New Yorker. That's cool, in uh, Idaho. In Navajo, yeah. Nice. <laughs> wow. Fifty. Yeah. You said 50 years ago today? 50 years ago today, man. Nice. Well, happy birthday. You are one day younger than the First Lady of the United States. Yeah, I heard that. I right found on. that out today, too, yeah. That, that is cool? Right on, man. Happy... Dude, oh, I can't play it, huh? Oh, can I? Okay. Louie, this song is for you. Be birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Louie. And yes, that is, um, what's that blind man's name who's a nutcase, but he makes good songs? Stevie Wonder? Is that Stevie Wonder? Yeah, that's Stevie Wonder, but hey, he's a good singer. <laughs> Appreciate you, Louie. Thanks for calling in, as always, and happy birthday to you. Thank you, man. All right, take care. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Let me get to Omar in Wisconsin. Has an interesting topic. Omar, what's up? James, my brother. <laughs> this is Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> wow. Uh, Allow me to introduce myself formally. I wanted to originally speak to Jesse. Um, you see, the brother has not been the same for some time. 
You know what I'm saying, right? No, I don't follow what you're saying. What is different about Jesse Lee Peterson? You mean he well, turned from from Democrat to Republican? <laughs> from pro-black pro to pro-right? Uh, to put it bluntly, Mr. Hake, <laughs> I believe that Jesse, my brother, wow, this is good. has been usurped by the claws <laughs> of a certain blonde-haired, Blue-eyed devil. <laughs> and which one would... Oh, you talking about the great white hope? I'm talking about you, Mr. James. Wow, I don't have blonde hair and blue eyes, but I appreciate it. <laughs> that's the next best thing. Man, that no, is a good, good impression. I actually wanted to draw in uh, Joel on this and say, Joel, <laughs> my young brother, why don't you... Join the nation. Oh, H did it now. <laughs> H stands for heck. Heck. H stands for hake. Hake, right. no. Hey, Omar, it sounded yeah. like a mixture. I, You know, that impression r made me realize Farrakhan is a female mind. Yep. The way he talks is very female. And you yeah, know what else, very, man? Uh, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Earl. <laughs> And uh, uh yeah. Earl, <laughs> a little bit, one. just on the little bit. Hey, uh, uh, James, you uh, <laughs> you a little Hitler? People talking, uh, talking about me behind my back. Oh yeah, and I call him Baby <laughs> Farrakhan. Right. That's funny, man. That's pretty good. You know, I was thinking about Louis Farrakhan mm -hmm. because uh, he he talked about the law of retaliation. <laughs> right. There is a law. Eye for eye. <laughs> and um, he was basically saying the blacks are going to, you know, are going to kill um, a white or a cop for every black that gets killed by a white or a cop. Something along those lines. It's crazy. Yeah, it basically sounds like an old Hebrew Israel, like, like those uh, Hebrew Israelites, except he's trying to be an actual, an actual uh, whatever you call it. <laughs> A, a Muslim, a black Muslim. Muslim but yeah. you know what else is weird? Muslim, he yeah. he does these fake appeals to um, to Christians. He references Jesus, and you know, like a lot of Muslims act like they respect <laughs> Jesus, and I know they pretend like they believe that he's a prophet, which is a which is totally kind of disregarding what he said about himself, right? At least according to what the Bible says, New Testament. So, I don't know. I mean, I've I've always heard, you know, like the Quran is the Quran, and uh, Muslims obviously don't see Jesus the same way as Christians. Do, right. Yeah. And then they talk. They don't, you know, uh, negate him as right. like a wicked sorcerer. <laughs> it's kind of like okay. Um, I know that the the Jews don't believe in Jesus, or they believe certain things about Jesus, right? According to some. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked into it myself, not that interested. But they believe that they deny Christ. And then meanwhile, uh, meanwhile on the um, Muslim side, they pretend Christ is something that he's not. And then on the Christian side, there's a, an entire false um, basic denial of Jesus, even while pretending that they believe in Jesus. Isn't that mm -hmm. so interesting? Like, there's deception uh, amongst the practicers of every religion. 
I see your point. Yeah. yeah. Because there's people that say, oh, Jesus, even just because Jesus said, go and sin no more and be perfect, you can't be perfect and you can't stop sinning. <laughs> but they, so in, in essence, they are denying Jesus, even though they claim to believe Jesus. Anyways. Well, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I would just say, like, the way that most Christians, most ma- like mainstream Christians tend to see Jesus. Yeah. Um, they, they don't see him as, as an ideal, they see him as like a uh, what do you call it? Like a soothing figure, right? So it's like oh, yeah. like somebody that you come to, but not someone that you necessarily necessarily put, like put up as an example that you have to match because they just see themselves. I think a lot of the time they just see themselves like too far apart. Like oh, it's impossible. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the culture. Like they see the circumstances around. It's like how can we possibly get to that level? Right. Where we have that perfect peace, it's where a, we have no resentment, where yeah. we don't really get angry and all that stuff. That's true. You know, no. like, people aren't, like, there's no examples of people who are actually living it. And then when they find it, they come across an example of someone who's living it, like mm-hmm. Jesse Lee Peterson. They reject him and they call him a heretic. It's kind of like how they treated G- Jesus, too. They called yeah. him a heretic and a blasphemer I and stuff. I think it has a lot to do, well, I... Jesse might be a case, but obviously, like, people like Trump, Bill O'Reilly, like, the media gets all these people like crazy, you know, yeah. they just dogpile, and it sort of, it just, it just clouds everything. Yep. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's like, I think Christ himself said this, um, those who seek the truth, I think, will eventually find it because of that narrow path. Yeah, it says you will find it when you seek you, you, if you seek the kingdom or something like that with all your heart, something like that, yeah. with all your heart, right? And most people don't. I, I don't. Um, hey, uh, the other thing is, like, they repeat this thing that's not anywhere in the Bible. Nobody's perfect. That's a worldly statement. It also that's make that's sense. very different from saying all have sinned and fall short, right? It's very different. This nobody's yeah. perfect thing. It sounds like an imitation. It's an imitation of the truth, but it's twisting it. Right. Right. When Jesus said, be perfect. Interesting. Interesting, I... my brother. Interesting <laughs> indeed. Tell Joel to wear that. Uh, come in one day and wear a nice tie, would you? <laughs> a I think it a bow tie. A bow tie, not a necktie, because a necktie is like a, a noose. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, my English seems to be wearing off. Uh, my original language is Muslim Arabic Takura, you see. <laughs> Man, you know, I learned from Jesse Lee Peterson in his books that Louis Farrakhan's mother tried to abort him with a oh. coat with a coat hanger. That's what I heard. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, and Jesse yeah, says that he never forgave that, his mother, and so he's just. You like mentioned her. that like suave voice that he has, you know, yeah. like kind of like kind of female, right? Sort of try to be slick, the fake politeness. Like, I think. You can take it as an extreme reaction to that event, to that resentment that he might have, you know, or that he yeah. does have. Yeah, As like, um, it's like a cope, you know? Yeah. He's trying to soothe her, that image of her. He's trying to soothe her through his sort of personality. Interesting. Yeah. And you know what? Hey. All of his followers act just like him. I don't know if <laughs> all of them do, but I see like these Nation of Islam types. They act very polite, sit up straight. And you know you appreciate it. They dress well, whatever. You appreciate it, yeah. but yet yeah, it's not—they're not themselves. 
It's um, you're right. You're right. That's a good point. Yeah, man, it's, it's um, nice talking with you, Omar. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Nice talking to you. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. I'm going to get to Rick and the rest of you guys, but first, let me tell you a little bit more of, of this stuff that I wanted to cover. There's more corona mess, by the way. Lockdowns are easing in some areas, right? There's a next wave of states preparing to reopen, according to Drudge. I haven't looked into it, really. Pierce Morgan ran his mouth, I think, late last week or this weekend, um, saying, shut I think he even typed or wrote or said or something like, shut the blank up, the F bleep up. Pierce Morgan, he's the guy who used to be on CNN, was debating all these, several years ago, he was debating all these pro-gun guys, Alex Jones, um, Gun Owners of America guy, who is a good guy, I can't, I'm blanking on his name. Write, type it in chat for me, guys, if you know who I'm talking about. Um, he also debated... Uh, John R. Lott, I think, of, um, he's the author of More Guns, Less Crime, and he runs this website, um, that, uh, is, I'm blanking, but John R. Lott, L-O-T-T, he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show multiple times, um, and then he interviewed a whole bunch of people, and he interviewed Ben Shapiro and got embarrassed, (laughs) Because he was dancing on the grave or standing on the grave of graves of children that, that got shot up. Um, and he's like, how dare you? And then Pierce interviewed Jesse Lee Peterson about the Trayvon Martin incident when he was at CNN. And Jesse Lee Peterson said, you know, I know, and everybody else knows that uh, Trayvon Martin was a thug. He's the 17-year-old guy, kid, so-called kid, but grown. Um, who was suspended from school for fighting or whatever. He was out wandering the streets having bought Arizona watermelon cocktail (laughs) and Skittles. And he was looking suspicious, walking in the rain. Uh, George Zimmerman followed him, reported. The cops said, you don't have to follow him. So he didn't. He went back to his truck. And then... According to Trayvon Martin's girlfriend, she thinks that he doubled back and confronted uh, George Zimmerman and threw the first punch. I think that's how the story goes. And then he got killed in self-defense. Guy had taken pictures of himself with guns, handguns, and weed, and calling himself No Limit N-Word <laughs> on Twitter. All kinds of mess. Messed up family situation. Jesse Lee Peterson writes about it in his book, The Antidote. Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. So anyway, that's that Pierce Morgan. He, he denied knowing that Trayvon Martin was a thug. He kept, just kept on repeating, there's no evidence of that. But there was plenty of evidence that Trayvon Martin was a thug. Well, he's trying to tell Trump, who, who is supposedly his friend, to shut the blank up. And... Supposedly, according to Pierce Morgan, President Trump unfollowed him on Twitter. (laughs) Trump unfollowed Pierce Morgan on Twitter because Pierce is grandstanding, pretending like he cares about the people, like he's standing for the people and holding politicians responsible. He's a British guy. And by the way, he kicked Jesse Lee Peterson off of Good Morning Britain for telling the truth about Black Lives Matter being founded by a bunch of black lesbians and black homosexuals and white social justice warriors. He's all, you're descending into some very unpleasant territory or something like that. Dummy. 
Sweden is uh, cracking down on bars as crowds are flouting the social distancing rules. Sweden has been kind of hands-off telling the people, keep your distance, but we're not going to shut down completely. So they've handled it kind of well, right? We think. Samuel from Sweden has called in to the show saying he's happy. I wonder what's going on now. Uh, you can call in at some point, maybe this week, if you get a chance, uh, Samuel in Sweden, to let me know how this development, if you know anything about it, how it's going. So, uh, quickly, before I get back to the calls, I've been reading this book, Killing the SS, as you know, right? And um, the two recent characters that I've read about are this man, Adolf Eichmann. E-I-C-H-M-A-N-N. Eichmann. Looks like a normal guy. And then this other guy, Fritz Bauer. Who's a... I think he's a German-Jewish guy. Relentless crusader who played a vital role in bringing Adolf Eichmann to justice, supposedly. And this guy looks like a normal guy, too, I guess. But wait till you find out a little bit more about him. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, um, Eichmann was, according to Bill O'Reilly's book, right, responsible for, uh, show the Eichmann guy, the Nazi-looking guy. (laughs) He was responsible for transporting, rounding up and transporting, um, Jews around the Europe on trains to these different concentration camps, according to the, the reports. And, um... It was very interesting. One thing that I read, and let me read this to you guys. Describing Eichmann, this Adolf Eichmann guy, Auschwitz camp commander Rudolf Haas, H-O-S-S, and Haas has those two dots over it, so I don't know how to pronounce it. So let me know, guys, how to pronounce it. Rudolf Haas will marvel about Eichmann. He was completely obsessed with his mission of, you know, uh, rounding, up, rounding them up, transporting them to where they needed to go, according to them. He was obsessed with his mission and also convinced that this extermination action was necessary in order to preserve the German people. If he could succeed destroying the biological basis of Jewry in the East, meaning Jews in the East, right? Or, or Jewish, Jewism. <laughs> in the East, by complete extermination, then Jewry as a whole would never recover from the blow. This guy never pulled the trigger, though. He never turned on the gas or whatever. Whatever is supposed to happen, right? He never, uh, he himself never uh, killed a Jew. He was just in charge of rounding them up and sending them places, right? And he later explained, I am no anti-Semite. I was just politically opposed to the Jews because they were stealing the breath of life from us. That's how uh, many Germans felt, and that's how he felt. And so it's just interesting to me that they treated... This sounds like a, a spiritual battle, right? Of um, the good versus evil, right? According to them, the, the Jews were bringing a lot of evil into, into Germany and destroying it, right? And so the Germans fought according, it seems like, according to what he said, is destroying the biological basis of Jewry in the East. 
He he took the evil to be a physical battle rather than a spiritual battle. Isn't that interesting? Did you catch what I did you catch that? Did you get that from what I said? What I read? That was just something that I that I uh, thought of. And here's another thing from the other side against the Nazis, from the Jews against the Nazis. Um <laughs> this is this is this is kind of funny. Bill O'Reilly writes, when attacked, these are these are the Jews, right? When attacked, they will no longer turn the other cheek now that they have the state of Israel, right? Instead, the Israelis believe turn the other cheek is a Christian thing. That's something that Jesus said to do. <laughs> so they'll no longer do what Jesus said to do. Did they ever? I don't know. But he says, instead, the Israelis believe in a practice known as what I referred to later from just recently, I mean, from uh, Louis Farrakhan, what's known as the law of retaliation, as it says in the, in the Torah, show no pity, life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. Or as Adolf Eichmann will soon learn, cold-blooded revenge is according to Bill O'Reilly. Interesting, right? Revenge. So uh, one thought it was a physical battle, and the other thought it was a physical battle. They both hated... Um, the evil that was supposedly done to each one, right? The Jews felt that the Jews felt that the Germans were evil against them, so they re- retaliated revenge. The um, Germans, I might have mixed it up, but the, you guys know what I'm talking about. The Germans felt the Jews were evil, so they attacked the Jews rather than dealing with the evil. The evil got inside them. Interesting, huh? Does that make sense? Um, I learned some other things about the Mossad and stuff. I'll, I'll spare you that for later. But I just, I thought that was so interesting to me. There's something else, though. So this guy, Fritz, Fritz Bauer, is an interesting person, or was an interesting person. I don't know how, I'm not that interested, but he was, um... He was the youngest judge in Germany in 1930. But he was Jewish. Interesting, huh? And he was a leading member of the Social Democrat Party, which sounds to me, I think it was a socialist party, right? Socialism. Um, Maybe globalist socialism, because the Nazis were nationalist socialism, I think. But he was, and he was working to organize a strike against the Nazis. Strike. As in, like, um, I think, I don't think that they were planning to attack them, but to um, kind of like the rent strike, don't pay them, or something like that, I don't know. But he was organizing a strike against the Nazis when he was taken prisoner and sent to Huberg concentration camp. I may be mispronouncing that. But anyways, he was sent to a camp, and then he was released only after signing a pledge of loyalty to the Nazi party. So he was a Jew, is German... He got sent to a camp because he was a social, he was, a, I think social democrat means socialist, I think. Um, it means anti-Nazi, right? He was an anti-Nazi and then he signed a pledge of loyalty to the Nazis. And then, listen to this, there's more about this guy that's kind of interesting. He's a Jew, but he doesn't talk about his religion because he knows that there's still a, um, they don't like, they don't trust them. They don't trust the Jews. So he's Jewish, but he's also, what? get this, gay, as in homosexual, and anti-Nazi. 
And um, he hid being homosexual, too, because there were Nazi-era statutes, even after the war, against homosexuality. So he went to camp and then became, like, a high up again after the war. And he was an evil homosexual looking for revenge against the, the evil of the Nazis. Right? Against this guy. I don't know much about Adolf Eichmann. So he was going after him. Interesting, huh? I didn't know homosexuals existed way back then. <laughs> in the 30s, 40s, 50s. But he was there. I'm kidding. I know that they existed, but it's just kind of, to me, it's a little interesting. And there is one last thing that I want to touch on before I get back to calls. And I am going to open the treasure chest on DLive. You know, he signed that pledge to loyalty. And I learned from the liberal media um, that it is an so-called anti-Semitic um, thing to refer to Jews as disloyal or having dual loyalty, right? Because they have dual citizenship of America and Israel or whatever. Well, I guess that was a very big focus of these people too. Because according to Bill O'Reilly's book, the SS motto was, Mein Er heist tree. <laughs> I may be butchering that, but translated it says, My honor is loyalty. Interesting, huh? My honor is loyalty. That's what the SS motto was. And so they wanted loyalty. Which, I mean, it's understandable. And then um, that guy pledged loyalty, but he wasn't loyal. Interestingly. But he wanted to get out of, camp, out of that camp. You can't blame him. He didn't want to be holed up in the concentration camp, whatever it was. So, I just thought I would share that with you. How Computer Smell says, Hake is a junior boomer spreading wisdom. Oh, thank you. How Computer Smell. Let me read a few of these. Uh, just make double check the side. Jib Jab gave a black cat. And he says, why does the stream go offline only on your show? I don't know. I think uh, I think it's um, I think the stream is practicing affirmative action against uh, in favor of Jesse. <laughs> Marcus Jones Stinks says, "Give us two hours; it'll equate to one with the tech issues." <laughs> Marcus Jones Stinks says, "Pagan people against good and niceness." <laughs> Dmitriev says, "It's a nice day to work outside." You know, it is pretty nice out lately. Hot. Adaptable J says, please research Bill Gates and Event 201. Thank you for the tip. Anthony Fauci in Georgetown's speech on a surprise pandemic prediction. Excuse me. Uh, Oda May, I didn't catch your question. I wasn't really watching the, the chat. I was too busy reading a, a little bit. So I'm sorry I missed your chat. So whatever. Uh, was that interesting? I thought that it was interesting. Let me get to Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. And if I have time, I'm going to read an interesting comment to Jesse Lee Peterson's interviews with Stefan Molyneux that came out um, on Friday or last week. He put them up. Stefan Molyneux put them up. Stefan Molyneux is an atheist philosopher guy. He really loves Jesse Lee Peterson. And so, and we love him. 
nice guy. Some of you like him, some of you have your criticisms, but uh, he put it he put it up on his channel, and I read an interesting comment from a female MRA, female men's rights activist, who said that Jesse Lee Peterson hates women. Psh, can't trust though, even when the females are on the side of right, what's right, which is you know, uh, men's rights and being taken away. She's not for that. She's not for men's rights being taken away. And yet, she still hates men. She hates the one man who doesn't hate women, because most men do hate women. But Jesse Lee Peterson is not one of them. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to get to that. But first, let me get to Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. Rick, what's up? What's up, James? How you doing? I'm doing fine. It's nice to hear from you. Yeah, hold on for a second. Hold on for one second. What? <laughs> hold on for a minute. Hold on for a second. I'm trying to get get this um, speak off the phone. All right, all right, all right. This guy, I'm too nice. James. Hey, Rick. It's nice to hear from you, man. What's up? You? Well, yeah, so. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go for it. Okay. Well, you know, the coronavirus, how they say in that Trump said, go drink some Lysol. Supposedly, oh. yeah. Trump, you said, oh. Trump said, go drink some Lysol. That's what the liberals saying, but he was just asking. You might he was asking questions during the interview. Uh huh. And uh, the liberals are uh, going around saying that he said inject themselves with Lysol and stuff. You know how they twisted it? Yeah, yeah. They they totally twist his words all the time. They're not honest people. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. And they and they believe him, man. And uh, they don't question enough. They was like, they just go and um. Run with it, cause as long as it's against somebody, run with it. And they like say, "You stupid! If y'all followers of President Trump drink life, so y'all deserve to die." I mean, it, it's all crazy, man. Yeah. And but he it never is. said that, right? They're liars. And um, I tell you, man, I, I really hope this election, James, that he be, he beats Biden so bad that <laughs> Biden loses his own state. Yeah. That way they can say. That, oh, you, you didn't. Biden won the popular ball. Well, I don't want to hear nothing, but I let God's will be done in that. Right. But I do want. I want him to destroy Biden in the election. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that I mean, would be. I, that would be nice. I hope he does. But uh, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I think he will because if anybody can beat the Democrats. It's Trump. There's there's nobody else who has the fight in him. Even though, like, yeah. a lot of you guys like um, Tucker, right? A lot of you guys like Tucker. Even though Tucker's not running, right? I don't think that Tucker is ready for that fight yet. Maybe he will be Tucker. one day, but Trump is ready. And Tucker. and six years ago, eight years ago, Trump wasn't ready, I don't think. But he was. he's ready for the fight. Wow. Yeah. Tucker Oh, Tucker Carlson. People, you know that he's a Fox News host. Pretty yeah, based. Yeah. Based yeah. in what's right, generally, I think. You think? You think he? he I like. I like Tucker. You know when he replaced O'Reilly. Stay close I, to your I, phone, I, Rick. Okay, hold on a minute. Man. What about now? What about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he, uh, when O'Reilly left, I was like, man, ain't gonna be the same with O'Reilly gone, man. You know, but uh, he, he, he stepped up. He stepped his game up. He just stood up. Um, O'Reilly, what you think? There's a lot of things about Tucker that I like better than, um, than, uh, than O'Reilly in terms of a lot of his stances. And then, but then there's some things about O'Reilly that I like better than Tucker. They never should have gotten rid of him, 
rid of O'Reilly, I don't think. But I, but Tucker was is really what that uh, is like the saving part of the saving grace of uh, Fox News. Yes, man. He, yeah. he actually came in and saved on um, Fox News. He really did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean, um, Sean can't do it all by himself, so he had to bring in bring in some more people. I like, I like Judge uh, Janine. This a Judge. Um, he be on there. Yeah. yeah, I like her too. You know, I like. I like Fox News, man, because I like that that the men, and when they, it's like, hey, let's have a discussion. But on CNN, the men get to screaming on you, <laughs> and they get to like, you were here like, um, dang, who was that, um, um, Marcy Sellers, I mean, what's his, I can't, I, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't know if I'm saying his name, but either, um, Van Jones. Oh, I, yeah. Was, he used to be a I, communist, I heard, Van Jones, who? the black guy. Yeah, he's a communist. Yeah, that's what I heard. And you know what? Oh. And you know, there's these dumb, we'll call them neocons, rhinos, and this guy I kind of liked in the past, um, kissing up to Van Jones. This guy, Republican, former former Speaker of the House or something like that. Um, who's that guy with the white hair? Newt Gingrich? Yeah, Newt Gingrich. Kisses up to what? Van Jones. Pathetic. Yeah, I remember they did a Facebook Live together in the past few years, and it was disgusting. It was awful. We're opening the treasure chest, guys, on dlive.tv slash The Hague Report. Appreciate you guys. Man. <laughs> well, Rick, man, it's good to hear from you. And yeah, I do hope that Trump whoops Joe Biden. Uh, and you know what? Asmodor, Asmodor gave a diamond, and he says Biden most likely isn't going to be the nominee. Interesting. How can that be? Well, because the show's not over yet. Is he the? He's the presumptive nominee, but that's presumptive. It. I don't think it's official. But you know what, though, if he gets on a delegate, I don't see how he won't be the nominee. Because uh, then, well, if they get somebody, right. they ain't even close to the delegates. I mean. You know, I, 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 that's interesting to see what happens. That's the case. Right. We'll see. Rick, it's good to hear from you, man. Take care. Love your brother. God bless. Thank you. You too. So, and uh, the the treasure chest is about to open, guys, just so you know. Uh, Jib Jab gave a, gave a super chat and says, sounds like the stream racist. SMH. <laughs> Hopefully you guys haven't had any more problems since the first five minutes or so. So, let me read. I was... Okay, you guys know Stefan Molyneux. He put up Jesse Lee Peterson's interviews, and the title of his video, he combined both the Fallen State interview, that was before Stefan Molyneux's father died, and the, the radio show interview that took place last week after... Uh, Stefan's father died and he didn't really know his father. I guess his father left when he was young Maybe even before he was born. I don't remember but Jesse asked if he loved his father. He said no didn't know him and It was hard for him to forgive his mother because she would was so evil to towards him hitting him like crazy child abuse and um so Jesse encouraged him to forgive his father and his mother. And his father would move back to Ireland, I think. So at the time of the first interview, his father was living in Ireland, and he had no 
warning that his father would be dying. Crazy, huh? So then Jesse tells him about, you know, you have to forgive women, your mother, because women don't have love to give. And they can't help it. They don't have free will. Nobody has free will. But Stefan thinks you do have free will because he wants people to be responsible. And that's understandable. But, um, and he wants himself to be responsible for his actions. You're responsible for your actions, but you don't have free will. What a, what a uh, conundrum, right? Some of you guys do believe that you have free will. But I don't know. It's not in the Bible. It does say, choose you this day whom you will serve. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have free will. And this free will thing, I don't think that it's that it ever says free, free will in the Bible. So it may be a worldly thinking that you've adopted unknowingly, thinking that it was Christian. Just like people say, oh, nobody's perfect, even though Jesus said, be perfect. So, and it, it also says you're either slaves of, of Christ or slaves of Satan. Isn't that interesting? And then, like, it could be... I don't know, it's weird because there's a lot of people who are going to church and they're Christians, but they're not saved yet. And the Bible says at one point, um, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his goodwill. Isn't that interesting? It says that. It says that it's God who works in you to will and act according to his goodwill. Isn't that interesting? And, you know, that's an NIV translation so look it up on on uh, the King James version for those of you who only respect King James but anyways this woman says this man has a lot to learn from you Stefan she's referring to um, Jesse Lee Peterson her, her name is Suzanne Stack as a woman and especially as a mother I felt very much disrespected by this person referring to Jesse he hates women Wow how does she know that does he not realize Adam's father was the same father of Eve? He believes women can't love unless a man loves them. Not even capable. The love comes through to her from him. Jess. She calls him Jess. Must be a white woman. <laughs> Shortening his name. Actually, uh, whites aren't the only ones. Jess, please listen to Stefan until you have taken in the knowledge. So I'm like, Jesse doesn't hate women. It's you who hates men. And then she's all, you don't know it. You don't know that from anything I said, so no, you're wrong. And I said, yes, I do know that from what you said, because you falsely accused a man of hating women. And that man, Jesse Lee Peterson, the one who doesn't. Just like a liberal, you hate men. And then uh, she said a bunch of other stuff. And I said, who are you to attack Jesse for expressing his views as hating women? What a mess, right? The fact that you're offended, woman, means that you need to look at yourself, not him. But she accused him of hating when she's the one hating. Interesting, huh? You get offended. The problem is with you. Something to learn, right? All right, guys. That's it for the show. Thank you to Jib Jab and the rest of you guys for the support. And uh, Asmador, Pyrus777, Noah's Arkansas. And all you guys. Appreciate it. Um, TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JLPTalk.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. And Joel.com. Just <laughs> playing. Uh, the gifted of dance.com, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Take care.